What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Friday, August 26th. My name is Ewan, and today we will be talking about some F1 fantasy and a Belgian Grand Prix preview. The summer break is officially over. Silly season rumors have been flying all around us, and it is time to get these 20 drivers back on the track this weekend in Belgium at Spa. First Grand Prix here was in 1950. The most wins belong to a certain Michael Schumacher with six. It's going to be 44 laps around a seven-kilometer circuit with 19 corners, two DRS zones, and we will have a regularly scheduled F1 weekend with two practices today on Friday. The final practice on Saturday, qualifying 4 p.m. local, 10 a.m. Eastern time, and then Sunday with the race at 3 p.m. local, 9 a.m. East Coast time. Last five winners here have been Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, Sebastian Vettel, and Lewis Hamilton once again. And that is the sort of mini information upload of Spa for this weekend, but we will get into some storylines here, talk about some F1 fantasy, the streaks, risers, fallers, my team, some DraftKings picks, and then I will get out of your hair and we can enjoy this three days of racing as we enter the first weekend of back-to-back-to-back races with nine races taking place over 20 weekends to wind down the 2022 season. So what are the storylines heading into Spa this weekend? Well, last week I did a whole podcast dedicated to silly season and what everyone's been up to over the summer break, but I will just break it down here in case you have been totally disconnected from F1 for about three weeks. You just After that Hungarian Grand Prix, once Max Verstappen crossed the finish line, you just turned off the TV and you're just tuning back in for now. A lot happened. Sebastian Vettel announced his retirement. You knew that one. That happened the Thursday before the Hungarian Grand Prix. But then it all kicked off on Monday morning when Fernando Alonso announced that he was moving to Aston Martin on the day after the Hungarian Grand Prix. He will be taking over for Sebastian Vettel. He believes in that Aston Martin project. They offered him a multi-year extension uh, or contract with the team. And he is moving to the green with the strolls. Then Alpine the next day announced that Oscar Piastri, the up-and-coming driver, would be taking their second seat in 2023 to pair with Esteban Ocon, except that was not to be as Oscar Piastri later that day tweeted he would not be driving for Alpine. They have not reached an agreement. He slammed the door shut and then everything kicked off. People started suggesting Piastri was going to McLaren. There were rumors before this whole thing that he was maybe going to Williams. While that was all going on, they announced that they had signed Alexander Albon to an extension for a couple of years. So they have at least one seat locked up for the 2023 season. Reports then surfaced that Piastri would sign with McLaren. Still hasn't been totally confirmed, but on Wednesday evening... Daniel Ricardo and McLaren announced that they will be parting ways at the end of the 2022 season. Was watching the weekend warm-up this morning and Lawrence Barreto of F1.com had an interview with Daniel and 
tough to tough to see the Australian like that. It did not look fun. He looks pretty devastated to not have a guaranteed seat right now. But there are plenty of teams that could use the services of the eight-time race winner. So silly season wrap-up, nice and quick that way. Next storyline is the Mercedes Momentum. They are coming out of the summer break with some excellent performances under their belt. They went back-to-back with two, with a second and a third in both France and Hungary. Can they continue to ride this wave after a three-week break? That's to be determined. We will see this weekend. There's been a lot of talk about this new technical directive from F1 uh, and if that's going to start bringing Ferrari and Red Bull back to the pack a little bit. Uh, It's aimed at controlling the porpoising in the interest of driver safety, looking at the plank wear on the cars. You can go to formula1.com for the whole explanation where they break it down way above my head, but it seems that Teams are thinking this could bring the front two a little bit closer to uh, Mercedes and the Alpines and the McLarens of the world, and maybe have uh, we could have some interesting results over the final nine races of the season. Uh, on the weekend warm-up again, uh, Lawrence Barreto mentioned that Mercedes language has changed in the paddock this week. They seem to be a lot more confident in the car and it sounds like they actually expect to win a race over these final nine go-arounds compared to the first half of the year where they were just trying to get a handle on the car. It sounds like they've gotten that part down pat. They know what's coming up, how to set it up, how to drive it, all that good stuff. And it sounds like George Russell and Lewis Hamilton will be expecting a lot more podium finishes as this season enters the second half. Final storyline that I'm looking at here is Ferrari's fight back. They're 80 points down in the driver standings. They're 97 points down in the constructor standings. Generally perceived to have the fastest car on the track. However, the strategy and reliability have failed both Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz multiple times this season in some explosive and downright you gotta laugh otherwise you'll cry type of ways. Charles Leclerc has DNF'd from pole position multiple times this season. That's a huge reason he's down so much to Max Verstappen in the driver standings, but they've also just, the tactical blunders have been very evident on race day. Hopefully the summer break got their head on straight and they can all attempt to fight back and make the 2022 championship something to watch down the stretch. There's still a lot of interesting things to watch in the midfield. The McLaren and Alpine battle for fourth is going to be very interesting now that two of those four drivers will not be with those teams in 2023. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, hopefully Ferrari can. It would be great if Carlos and Charles could get a 1-2 this weekend and really you know, announce that they're ready to keep this fight going on as the season moves along so that's kind of the storylines i'm watching i know there's a ton more going on Uh, there's a lot more going on in silly season as well with a lot of teams only having one driver secured for 2023 Uh, alfa romeo have valtteri bottas alfa tauri have pierre gasly haas have kevin magnuson but all of those other seats are 
not confirmed, it doesn't necessarily mean that Joe Guan Yu, Yuki Tsunoda, Mick Schumacher, those guys are not going to be in those with those teams in 2023. There's just a lot to figure out, so that'll be something to watch off the track as well as on the track. So let's get into the F1 fantasy game. So last week I posted a podcast wrapping up the summer break and the silly season and then I was touching on F1, posted it on Reddit and um, got some feedback from Reddit M underscore RK who said that I was not uh, keeping up with the game in a proper manner. So all cards on the table. Yes, this is my first season playing the F1 fantasy game. There are thousands of people way better at this than me. I'm learning. I'm trying to get better at it. So I appreciate him kind of calling me out on that, letting me know that I was not really doing that good of a job. So he told me about uh, this guy, Hackerman Cakeboy, who uh, is controlling the driver's market, essentially. Uh, he turned me on to the F1 Fantasy Tracker Discord server, so I instantly hopped in there, and you get all the updates for all the sentiment changes, when the price rises are about to happen, when the price falls are about to happen. There's ton, there's hundreds of people in there, uh, a great community. It's been really fun to read and just look at all the analysis and how much people care about this game, so it makes me want to be better at podcasting about it, not just for them they probably are not listening to this but i do want to get better and just be a bigger part of that community and hopefully offer something to them i it is a shame in my opinion that the game can be influenced by someone like hackerman cake boy uh it sounds like f1 need to get that under wraps i know in fantasy premier league they have the like you're really only supposed to have one team per person. Uh, I know the whole F1 game is like you can have three teams, but three teams is fine. But apparently this guy has over 150,000 accounts and can just control the driver market as he sees fit. So that is a shame. Just wanted to get that out of the way. I appreciate the feedback on Reddit. Hoping to interact more in the F1 Fantasy Tracker Discord and over there on the social media platform. So let's get into the actual stats of this weekend. So on the streak side, we've got qualifying is Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, and Mercedes. Race streaks are Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, and Red Bull. And that leaves Lewis Hamilton as the only driver with a qualifying and a race streak. I would not be using my mega driver on Lewis Hamilton right now. There, it's... It lines up nicely, but that is not, I don't expect, I'm not anticipating Mercedes getting a W this weekend. I do think it's still down to Ferrari and Red Bull to claim that top spot right now. Uh, it's not even a sprint weekend, so that is also something else to consider. In the rising and falling prices department, uh, in the constructors, Mercedes, McLaren, Alpine, Aston Martin, and Alfa Romeo are all up. In the drivers, it's Lewis Hamilton, Pierre Gasly, Sebastian Vettel, Yuki Tsunoda, and Nicholas Latifi. 
And for fallers, it is Red Bull, George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Sergio Perez, Daniel Ricciardo, Valtteri Bottas, and Joe Guan Yu. But like I was just talking about, that could change quite a lot by the time the deadline comes along at 4 p.m. local time, 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday afternoon. So I would highly encourage you to get in the F1 Fantasy Tracker Discord. They have a great website. I go to it all the time to check the stats before I hop on here and talk about it. And they do a fantastic job. It's a very impressive website, very clean. And the Discord is a great place to be if you want to just talk F1. They've got chat they got little servers left and right about the f122 game f1 fantasy manager just came out uh the other day so it's been buzzing with f1 talk so definitely hop in there if you want to get more of a look into just talking with other f1 fans as for my team uh right now it is unchanged since hungary i'm gonna wait for these practices to come along but right now it is max verstappen charles leclerc carlos Sainz, lando norris kevin magnuson and alpine as my constructor they were on a race streak that weekend so i tried to hop on that and as for subs i'm looking at right now i'm wondering if is lewis worth a look over max with the qualifying and race streak and i just realized i said um, that I would not play my Mega Driver on Lewis, and I still I stand by that. I just it is it's nice to see both streaks on there, uh, and get double the bonus points when a driver has both of those going into weekend. But I still don't like I said I still don't think Mercedes is going to challenge for the win this weekend i think they could get on the podium but that's not the kind of upside play i would go for with my mega driver at this point so yeah is lewis worth getting in over max i think max has the best chance of winning so that'll probably bring the biggest points but if you if lewis looks strong in practice if mercedes looks like they're crushing it that is definitely something i'm considering it would alter my strategy because Going into this weekend, I was thinking I need to get Red Bull back in as my constructor. They've been super strong this year, very consistent, nice to have, but it would mean losing Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris. Not sure if that's as big of a loss. Uh, Over the summer break, Ferrari did say that Ferrari comes first. They're not going to be scared to do team orders and tell Carlos to get over for Mr. Leclerc when needed. But I was thinking with, I could go, Signs Norris and Alpine to Lance Stroll, Joe Guan Yu, and Red Bull. Uh, sounds like, according to the weekend warm-up, that Joe Guan Yu is going to get some upgrades in his Alpha Romeo this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how he can handle those in practice. That will make this option a lot more appealing if he looks strong, looks like he's got a handle on it, uh, has been going well with the new parts. Or I can go... Signs Norris Alpine to Stroll, Alonso, and Ferrari. I think this is the safer option on the driver's side, getting Alonso over Joe Gan Yu, despite him leaving Alpine for Aston Martin. Uh, but Ferrari give me the jitters. That is a that's kind of an upside play. I guess I'm chasing points. I'm trying to get up in the world ranking a little bit. So maybe Ferrari is the play to go with, despite them also being very popular in the game. 
with uh, a bunch of the other teams. So Red Bull is a slight differential, possibly. Uh, they feel safer, so that it's kind of going against my preconceived notions of what's safe and what's not. But let's just double check these ownerships here real quick. Red Bull's in 14% of teams and Ferrari's in 46% of teams. So that might help me out there a lot as uh, Red Bull is also on the race streak. So that could uh, definitely help and I will certainly consider that. Just a little nervous about going with a lineup that would contain Kevin Magnussen, Lance Stroll, and Joe Guan Yu. Very top, bottom heavy with Verstappen, Leclerc, and Red Bull, and then those three guys on the back end. Over now to DraftKings DFS picks. They've come out with their prices. So we've got Max at 12,000, Charles at 11.6, Lewis at 10.4, Carlos at 10, George at 9.4, Sergio 8.6, Lando 7.4, and Fernando at 7,000. The rest are below that. On the constructor side, it's Red Bull at 12,000, Ferrari 11.8. Mercedes 9.9, Alpine 5.7, and McLaren 5.3, with the rest of the teams well below that. So I put together a quick pre-practice, pre-qualifying lineups, which frankly is not all that useful, but I just wanted to see how it could play out on Friday morning before we get any data from the track over the next four sessions of three practices and a qualifying. So a tournament lineup I made here, uh, if you're kind of shooting for upside, would be Lewis at captain. So in the F1 DFS game, the captain gets double the, or 1.5 the amount of points, and they cost 1.5 their original salary. So Lewis at captain, and then Lance Stroll, Joe Guanyu, Max Verstappen, going with Daniel Ricciardo on a revenge tour against all of F1 for the final nine races, and then Mercedes as my constructor to go with the captain and constructor stack. And then for a cash lineup, I went with Max at captain because he is just as consistent as they come. Mick Schumacher with the new upgrades on his Haas. Lance Stroll once again, Esteban Ocon, and Pierre Gasly with Red Bull as my constructor. That is a pretty safe lineup. You don't want to go all the way down to the bottom. You could maybe upgrade Pierre. If you brought Lance down to like Latifi, just say like you could go Pierre up to a more expensive driver, obviously, and maybe increase your odds of getting there. But just in a cash line, you're just trying to get above 50%. And that is going to be the wrap-up of the Belgian Grand Prix preview. I am hoping to get my Winners and Losers podcast out on Sunday evening this weekend. But it could be could wait until Tuesday, just depending on what pops up over the weekend. You can follow me on Twitter. That's where I will post all of the podcast episodes. Uh... Over there, you can follow me at you in or you out, E-U-A-N or you out. You can like and subscribe to the podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple, Overcast, all those fun spots. Make sure to check in on the practice results 
before, let's check P1 and P2 tonight. Let's stay locked in for P3. You should definitely get in the Discord server for the F1 Fantasy Tracker. They will be talking about it all weekend. Very excited to get in there and see what people are thinking. The lineup will be at 4 p.m. local, 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Saturday, August 27th. But most of all, just enjoy F1 back on our screens with the Belgian Grand Prix as we have nine races over the next 20 weekends. It is going to be a ton of racing. So thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time.